jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. It's your boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just after the boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast, episode 117. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Boxing P, man. And um, today, man, we just uh, we just kind of want to go back and speak on some of these uh, recent tragedies that we've been having in boxing. You know, we've been losing a lot of soldiers, P. Yeah, you definitely, know. man. It's been a um, rough year for the sport. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm um, just some you know serious injuries that you know been taking everybody, you know, taking these fighters' lives, and you know, some of these I feel like you know the more and more I looked into them, they might seem like. It might seem like to a lot of, you know, just casual fans that something might be wrong with the sport. But some of these injuries I kind of looked at, you know, they could be they could have been prevented. Right. You right, know, and right. um, it's just something we got to look at because five deaths and, you know, 2019, that's a lot. Right. Know? So let's back up a little bit. And, you okay. know, we were talking like off the mic and, um, you know, we both diehard bo- boxing fans. And we was like, man. This is like a crazy year for boxing. Yeah. I mean, we seeing some things we never seen. So we was like, let's look a little deeper though. Let's let's really see what's going on. You know what I mean? The sport is over hundred years old. So it's like, why this year are we seeing so many? And like kind of like back to back too. And it's not like one. It's like every couple of months or you know the next month. You know these guys are um, falling or whatever. But. You know, we went back and like did some research to, you know, look into it just a little bit deeper to see if it is the sport, you yeah. know, that's so dangerous or it's other factors um, leading to some of these injuries we, we, we've been seeing this year. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, <clears throat> like I was saying, just sometimes when people, you know, anything happens like, you know, school shootings or whatever it is, some, you know, they just start to everybody just start to panic and just think they just kind of look at hey, the, the one thing, you know, they never really take the time to actually find out what kind of choices were being made, you right. know? So I just kind of feel like hey, we kind of need to look at it. Yeah. Cause you know, honestly, that's, you know, they, they've been in box. I've seen them, you know, we see, we've already heard about them before, even before we were doing the show. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm not trying to sound, you know, cold blooded, but it hasn't made me any less of a fan of the sport. Right. You know? I mean, it's a, um, it's a calculated risk that every fighter who steps into the ring 
um faces and and they know about and i mean if you're a real boxing fan you kind of understand that's why we you know champion some of these guys and really want to support these guys because every time they step in the ring they really literally putting their life on the line that that's not in every sport yeah yeah it's not yeah it's you know that's what makes uh boxing again just this 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 sport that stands out above the rest you know you really have to make sure that you're ready for it and um before we, you know, kind of get down into these fighters that we lost and, you know, how they lost their lives, I just do want to say that this ain't in any way, we we in no way, I'm sure you feel the same way, Pete, we ain't trying to scare nobody away from the sport. But like we no. said, we definitely ain't trying to ban, uh, bash the sport. I just kind of feel like some information to kind of share, share with y'all, the listeners, because it'll help, you know, fans, boxers people who want to box or thinking about boxing to kind of think twice. Yeah. I mean, and to be honest, and I think we kind of doing the sport a little bit of justice right now by looking deeper than what's on the surface and really finding out, you know, some stuff behind the scenes and, you know, like I say, some other variables that may have factored into some of these deaths in the ring, you know, just to say people dying in boxing is really unfair to the sport. You know what I mean? Because, that's happening but sometimes there's other things going on too you know what i'm saying so we definitely trying to preserve the name you know boxing you know we don't want people to get turned off because we like we've been hearing people talking about the band banning sport and all of this um other crazy stuff so yeah definitely because um i think yeah like you said you just said it best because it's like you just gotta kind of think of it as you know what we say is like a warning label you know what i mean you gotta read the label first make sure if it's for you Right. If, you, if you got the right, you know, you you got the right uh, outlook on it. But um, looking at the first boxer we lost this year, just a couple of days ago, we'll start with him, uh, Dwight Ritchie. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a uh, former junior middleweight, and he lost his life. This was probably the one of the, I probably say this is one of the most awkward ones I ever heard somebody die in sparring. Yeah, he was sparring. Um, he was sparring for a fight on December sixth. And he was sparring with uh, Michael, how do you pronounce his name? I want to say it's Zarafa. You know, he recently knocked out Jeff Horn. They both were sparring. <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they both were sparring for, you know, their upcoming fights. And um, he wound up taking a body shot up by the chest. So after taking that shot, they said he walked back to his corner. And he didn't feel right. And he kind of collapsed. So Michael Zarafa, he said that, paramedics came they tried to you know they tried to revive him but they couldn't so he died right mm. there so my thing is you know he died from a cardiac arrest it's probably something they didn't know about but uh that did, was just did the of, punch stop the heart did they say that or they just they didn't say that they said he uh when he took that shot to the chest that he just like had like this this weird reaction you know he kind of um just kind of blinked his eye and they say he kind of walked back to the corner mm. and he collapsed so they tried to revive him, but you know he he was gone. Wow. Yeah. So um, and that was we were talking about off the mic earlier when we didn't really have them details. We were just kind of thinking. Remember that we were saying, man, like was the sparring session that intense? Mm-hmm. You know, was it that intense where somebody would just die? Because I'm sure there've been episodes before, but uh, we haven't really heard too much about people dying in sparring, right? Yeah, I mean, but <clears throat> you just said something I didn't know. I didn't know they were both you know kind of world class guys too. Yeah. So. It wasn't just some guy in the gym sparring somewhere. These were guys that were preparing for, you know, some fights. So maybe it did get intense. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. little 
bit of information made me look at it a little different because I didn't I didn't know that, you know. Right. Yeah, that's true, because, yeah, um, you know, they said uh, Dwight Richie, he was like 19 and two. You know, he's been in there with Costa Zoo's son. So okay. he's cut from that cloth. And, you know, Michael's Rafa, he'd been in with Kill Brook, Jeff Horn. So, you know, these are world class guys. Right. So, you know, the shots they're letting off could be deadly, I guess, from any point, you know, yeah. whenever you're in that competitive mode you know right and and, and being you you're getting ready for a fight it's not just like just friendly you know what i'm saying yeah, you are yeah really you are preparing for, for for battle right so and, um <coughs> so what do you think man like with his whole situation like do you think there was something like maybe he wasn't like letting the commission know or be honest with about him having like trouble breathing you think he ever had any history of like heart problems i mean I'm definitely not a, a doctor, and I definitely yeah. would, wouldn't know. And it's just like you say, the sparring thing is still, you know. I mean, man, if a guy can't make it past sparring, yes, yeah. that's it's a bit much, man. Yeah. You know, especially when I heard body shot, I was just yeah, like, man. Yeah, you yeah. like you say, we didn't know what kind of shot it was. Yeah, it wasn't to the head; it was to the body. So that's another thing to factor in, man. I mean, you know, yeah. everybody's automatically assuming that these are. Headshots that are doing the damage, but this right here shows that you know a hard shot is a hard shot, or maybe I we don't even know if it was a hard shot, but yeah. you know, yeah, that's why I was saying um earlier, you know, off the mic, a few of these are kind of make people think, you know, some of them, you know, you think are headshots, but some of the headshots lead to something, you know, something worse, you yeah. know. But um, yeah, man, I just wanted to list him first because that was one of the most recent ones, and you know, like I said, that. Anytime we lose somebody in boxing, just, you know, do make you feel a certain way, you know. But yeah. like I said, don't make me dislike the sport more. I just kind of want to give these guys a shout out because they, they, they are, you know, losing their lives to what they love doing. You know? Right. You feel bad for these guys. This is what these guys do to make a living. So these guys are feeding kids or taking care of people off these, you know, fights. So we never want to see a guy not be able to take care, you know, his family. You know, they, they, I mean, this this is their job. It's not like it's a hobby or something. They prize yeah. fighters, and um, this is what they do <laughs> to make a living. Like I said, <clears throat> and that's why I say, you know, definitely rest in peace to him, and you know, respect to Michael Zarafo, you know, for just finally, you know, coming out bringing that information. Oh, and, he was the one who kind of let yeah, the story go. Okay, yeah, he kind of cool. let that go, and um, for him too, man, it's almost like an injury to him because he says draining. Oh yeah, you know, he's like. Oh, yeah. This man was feeding his family. You know, he got kids, he got a partner, and he was like, it makes him feel a certain way too. So it's kind of like a mental injury to Absolutely, him. Absolutely, man. Can you imagine? I mean, you kind of was the reason, you know, or paid a part in this man's death. You know, of course it wasn't intentional at all, but you got to live with that, ain't Yeah. You know, he, imagine, he really seen the look in this guy's eyes. He was in the ring with him and seen the shot land and yeah. made eye contact probably with the, you know what I mean? You mm -hmm. got to remember that the rest of your life. So I, I bet that's tough for him, man. And then, like you say, in sparring, man. I mean, the fight, you kind of know anything can happen. Yeah. But in sparring, you, you ain't really, expecting that. Yeah, you ain't really in that mode. You know, you were just both in training mode. Yeah. So you feeling like, hey, this is just a another session where I'm trying to help him out. Right. You know, like he said, they, they were cool. They known each other, you know, before they really got into, you know, the, this elite level. So he was like, Hey, we were just helping each other out, you know? So that makes you that feel sucks. a certain way, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, rest in peace to uh, Dwight Ritchie, man. Yeah. Like I said, you know, and condolences to his family, but, uh, moving back, man, uh, about a month ago, October 12th, this was, this was one of the fights 
fighters that you know he lost his life that kind of made us want to touch on the show uh, patrick day mm-hmm. you know um he lost his life he was four and oh he was 27 years old with him i just kind of read through here he his fight with uh charles conwell last month he was going to, through a back and back and forth war and he got dropped three times in the fight so the final knockdown that's where they decided to stop the fight because when he hit the canvas you know his head hit the his head hit pretty hard so after the fight after they waved it off he was rushed to the hospital and that's when he started having seizures Hmm. after he had those seizures he went into a coma and when he went into a coma the doctor he performed um, emergency brain surgery but maybe like they said was like three four days later he died from that injury so after that happened like I said uh, they were talking to Eddie Hearn about it and you know he was trying to say that the sport needs to be safer but like I was telling you, I don't really think there's anything you can do to make it safer than what what it was. I mean, you really have to kind of go back and look at the performance, too, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. whenever two guys are going in there trading like that, what do you think? I mean, you can't make it safer without taking something away from the sport. And, yeah. You know, in my opinion. I mean, the sport, like I said, this is a sport with a deep history. It's not MMA. It's not 20 years old. This is been around for a long time i can't really understand what's going on today that would be different from any other period in time you know what i'm saying i mean if anything things should be at the best right now safety wise too i mean they have the top-notch gloves they got this they got that they got you know all these things to try to in, ensure the safety of a fighter but to do anything to make it safer, I mean, what more can you do? You took it from 15 rounds to 12 rounds, you know, I mean, what what more could you really do? I mean, the headgear honestly would take away from people spending big money on watching boxing, you know right. what I'm saying? Right, yeah, because then you're just kind of putting on like the a shadow of what it was, yeah, you know, because they're dude. trying to make it safe, but that's not why people watch it. They were watching it to see two guys go in there and really, you know, go to war or have a chess match absolutely and that's why i say like what you just brought up the uh 15 round thing that was cool because at least you could maybe cut out on exhaustion of course you know guys you know exhausting themselves but as far as the punches you taking in 12 rounds you're gonna still take the same type of punch exactly you know so for me it was just kind of going back and looking at that fight patrick day it all comes down to how many punches you taking you know in your defense so i can't really say that it, it, it's any type of commission's fault on letting certain punches get through because it all comes down to styles too, you know? Right. Certain type of styles in boxing will keep you safe or some type or keep your shelf life shorter. You know? Right, 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 right. And then, I mean, let's be honest, ain't everybody not honest with the commission. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so yeah. it's ways to, you know, you got to realize people say, well, why would a guy want to not be healthy and, and fight because he's taking care of his kids. He's ready. He's got a family to take care of. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, you can't look at it that way. You know, the same way you get up and go to your cubicle or your desk. This is, this is, that's this man's desk. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The boxing ring. So, you know, guys sometimes take unnecessary risks or stick their neck out there to do things to get by the commission to get into the ring when maybe they shouldn't be. And this is not, this year, this is a history in boxing. Guys oh, yeah. doing things to, you know, get past 
the commission to 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 go fight and take care of their family. Oh yeah, and um, you know, even out of boxing, you know, there was some people that were becoming basketball players from overseas. They were like twenty years old and they were competing with high school kids. You know, so yeah. there's always a way where people kind of slip through the cracks. Of course, or man. Things. When there's money on the line, people bend the rules for money. At you know what yeah. I mean? And we got to remember sports. Sports period generates mm-hmm. a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, yeah, that's why I say with uh, that fight, Patrick Day, man, I just say, you know, the same thing. You know, he was somebody that definitely knew the consequences of what could happen in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's why, I, again, I can't really say that I, I blame any the sport in any way because everybody that goes in, they know what they're putting on the line. That's their life. All right. So, All right. You know, condolences to his family too and say rest in peace. And he passed away yeah, four days later on um, October sixteenth. But um I'm glad you brought that up too about the uh slipping through the cracks, man, because the next one, September twenty first, twenty nineteen, this fight took place. The fighter's name is Boris Stanchov. He was fighting this guy named Ardit Muriel. They were fighting, um, I think he's from Albania or something, but he was uh making his pro debut. And he took this fight, and he got hit with a jab. He just got hit with a simple jab in in there, and he collapsed in the corner. And he died from a cardiac arrest. Now, what's crazy with him is that he went into the ring under the name of Isis Velichov. So everybody was thinking that Isis Velichov was dead. But whenever they did the matchup with the ID and the actual person, they found out that he was fighting under his cousin's license. Mm. So this was another, this was one of those cases like you bring up where they kind of slipped through the crack. He's probably, he was a young fighter. You know, he was a young fighter that went in there, wanted to fight, probably couldn't, mm-hmm. but he just used his cousin's license. Exactly. Like like anything, elaborate on that. Why, why would a guy use another guy's name to fight, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yep. Why, why, why would a guy explain that to like the fans who might be like, well, why, why, why would you do that? I, if I fight, I want to, I want to get the glory. I do, you know what I mean? They said he went as far as you know using his name and using his uh his cousin's medals. He actually okay. went to the ring, you know, carrying his medals and everything. I guess wow. he wanted to fight that bad, but yeah. But and like we said too, and I mean, the commission might not have passed him. He might not have been right. eligible to fight. So using another name, it's like when the police pull people over and they use somebody else's driver's license. And they, oh, I don't got my license, but I got the information. And, you know, they memorize somebody's number because th- their license suspended. If I give you mine, I'm going down. So, you mm-hmm. know, the same thing, like, you know, the commission might have said, oh, no, you got some conditions that we, we can't pass you or you're not, re- you know, you're not allowed to fight, whatever the case may be. You know, we just never know why this guy really used another person's name to fight besides trying to be deceptive. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Get over and, you know, and which turned out to be a fatal thing for, for for this guy. You know what I'm saying? That's why we have commissions. And, you know, had he told him the real name, they would have said, hey, man, you ain't fighting. You ain't fit to fight. And maybe this man will be alive today. So mm-hmm. that's why we have the commissions regardless how people feel about them they crooked or whatever but we do need some type of uh protection you yeah. know and then i was just looking too this was uh had to do with like albania and their boxing federation which they say ain't that good you okay. know they really don't check because 
I'm thinking here if you try that in the U.S. and they're familiar with your face and yeah, name, that's I mean, you know, know what brain. I mean. Yeah, I was you thinking know. that too. Like, like you, you have know, you like can, Holyfield cousin using his ideas. Yeah, so you can look like, and see that's now. obviously not you know, but but there you go. I mean, different parts of the world. I mean, <laughs> different things can happen. Different things, you know. They they the most important parts they just kind of let slide through the cracks. It right. seems you know over there, but. Real quick, yeah, as far as his details with his fight. Fight went about five rounds, they said. He just took a left jab, collapsed in the corner, and on the way rushing him to the hospital, he died of a heart attack. So you, you can kind of see it's kind of all pointing together, different things, but, yeah. you know, they're all kind of similar, you know. But, um, yeah, rest in peace to uh, another fighter. I mean, it, it, it kind of, you know... It kind of sucks on that part because you know he he wanted to fight that bad that he would use his cousin's license you know mm-hmm. that, that he really loved the sport that much that he wanted to do that but there's some things man you just kind of gotta let go exactly i mean because i mean it's especially with something that's life-threatening that you know what i'm saying i mean that's why we have a commission because some guys shouldn't be in the ring eh? yeah from the jump <laughs> you know what i'm saying they shouldn't you know, there's always a way to involve yourself in the sport in another way, you know. So, yeah. you know, yeah. sadly, you know what I mean? Not everybody can do it. You know, it's not a sport fit for everybody. Right. You know, we say that, we preach that from the, the jump, you know. Right. And and just to give it like an example, and so say a person might have a broken hand. It hurts, but they can get by with it. The commission might say, hey, man, you can't fight. Your hand is broken. Mm-hmm. Even though you are able to fight. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. commission is looking at the well-being yeah. of, the of the fighter as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not talking about things that, you know, some, some of these injuries guys can fight through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the commission kind of regulates what what you can right. fight through, which will be healthy and which wouldn't be healthy. Right. You know what I'm Cause, saying? Because they're looking for something like what could lead to something more more exactly like threatening you know, you know? So, so i mean like you said broken hand that's one thing but some i know we might have to bring up later is like certain types of lacerations yeah, cuts you know, you know certain types of cuts you can have scar you know? tissue but certain types of cuts that might just be vital you know critical you exactly know, you might have exactly. to stay out of it you know it's not that these guys can't go on or sometimes they don't they want to go on but we have to have something to protect them yeah. you know what i mean exactly but um moving on man couple months back again man it's just life this is like a, all happening in a row man july 21st july 25th 2019 hugo santilan he was fighting eduardo at brewer and um now this fight with him they said he got his his nose was kind of broken the fourth round he started bleeding and um after the fight after their fight was done after taking you know kind of a beating after it was in that after the decision was read it was a draw he passed out and after he was admitted to the hospital he suffered swelling of the brain and he had kidney failure after his swelling got worse they said it started making a lot of his other organs start to kind of not function right and he never regained consciousness so he underwent brain surgery for a clot in his in his brain and after that they said twice he went into a, a cardiac arrest and then finally Another cardiac arrest killed him. And the thing with him is, before that, a month earlier, he suffered another loss to another fighter in Germany. A month earlier? Yeah, a month earlier. And the German Boxing Federation 
they actually banned him. They were actually going to, they were protecting him because he was in the rough fight before that. So they were going to protect him, ban him until July 30th. But he was actually approved to fight early, you see, July 25th. Now, his original coach knew about it. He knew about the ban, so he didn't coach him that night of the fight. But that still kind of says something, man. I mean, he should have found some way to try to stop it. You know? Yeah, I mean, because like I say, once again, at Let's elaborate on that. The commission is there to protect the fighter. So <clears throat> if a fighter sustains a bad injury, concussion, knockout, certain injuries, they'll get suspended for a certain amount of time, which means they can't train. They can't fight until, you know, that suspension is up. But that's for a reason, though. Aunt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, five days. Yeah, I mean, it, and and like you say, five days is what difference is five days going to make? And five days is a short time to wait mm-hmm. when your life is on the line. But he didn't wait, and we don't know how vital those five days were. Now, and we can't say it was only five. You know, we don't know yeah, yeah. if it was five days too early. If it was, you know, we don't know now because you're yeah, gone. You know what I mean? But the commission gave you a set. You know, amount of time which they probably go by scientifically. Okay, you got a concussion. Okay, normal concussion recovery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They probably have some type of formula that they go by when they hand. They not just saying, "Oh, three months you got knocked out." You know, they're yeah. going by severity of injuries or whatever, and gave him a set process. amount of time. Yeah. yeah, and they probably also putting in fa- a little bit of faith in you that you know your body. You know, right. some doctors right. say that you know right. your body. They'll be like, right. "You should know when to get in there." Yeah. You know. And and the flip side of it is that we, we have to, you know, can't really forget is this how the this is how these people eat. So Yeah. I mean it's no different, you know, from somebody telling you, Hey man, the doctor told me I just broke this leg, I shouldn't be working for two months, but it's it's a month and a half, still these bills deal. piling up. Mm-hmm. I get I can walk on it. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. it's still a job and people Look what we do for a little bit of money. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. People in general, you know what I mean? So th- this is a job for these people. And sometimes they have to get in where they fit in. The opportunity might have came up five days. Five days later, it wasn't going to be there. That fight date was going to be gone. It's going to be gone, yeah. So, so, you know, you just never know. You, you know what I'm know, saying? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Aunt, we that's why we just wanted to dig deeper on this thing and not mm-hmm. just say people were dying from boxing we wanted to look at some underlying reasons and right. try to understand you know how this is happening so frequently now but it's a it's a it's layers to it though yeah. you know I, i'm glad you did bring that part up because yeah i, I kind of want to not put too much pressure on that coach that you know knew about the band and he still fought i mean he probably was thinking the same way you did he probably was like hey he needs to, he needs to check. He needs to eat. I mean, so I think the best thing he did was not coaching that fight. You right, know, like, right, hey, right. Like, hey man, you know, I so, want to clean my hands. You're a grown yeah. man. You can do what you want to do. Because I mean, like you say, I mean, you needed to check, but now you're not never getting a check again. I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the, the, yeah. the, trust me, the check you got didn't set your family up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the check you was trying to get didn't set your family up. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's just a sad, it's just a sad thing, eh? you know. I mean, we can't really give say you should have did this, you should have did that because people had to walk in people's shoes. You know, we don't know why this man, you know, decided to do that, but we all know that people got bills and got families and things to take yeah. care of. Man, it's um, it's rough out there. 
Yeah, it is, man. And I mean, it's like you said, that's that's probably one of the things he was thinking of, the family, you know. Yeah. So whenever they think of the family, they come first. So, you know, yeah. they got to do what they and do. Think, and it's not like, you know, they call, hey, man, we got this one. What's the name? Oh, man, can you push it back five days? That don't happen, man. No, it don't you work know, like I that. I mean, body, maybe yeah. if you Floyd Mayweather or somebody crazy, but that's really, really unheard of a fighter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Moving a date that's already set up. Exactly, yeah. See, real quick, too, with... um. Kovalev fighting Canelo, he wanted December for you know just a little bit more time. They said no, nah, November. Nah, you want that, that check? You guys do. We said so, and you know he was saying after the fight he wasn't fully fully healed. Yeah, you know from, from that last fight. Yard, so yeah, exactly. You know exactly, exactly, exactly. that the, the same choices. exact thing could have have yeah. happened to him, but you know I think they said Kovalev got five mil. That's different. Okay, I went. And I'm not here no more. But guess what? My family's set up. You know, that's yeah. different because some that's of these different. guys not getting five million dollar checks in. That's you know. Matter of fact, um, the Boris guy, he he actually, I probably have to translate that to dollars, but he he got like three hundred and fifty pounds. Okay. You know, over there for that one that one fight. So I, I'm guessing that ain't that. That's it ain't. It ain't. Enough. Yeah, I'm assuming that's not enough. You know, enough to last you for the rest yeah. of your life or whatever. But you know, I'm just saying. You know, Kovalev. That was a calculated risk. That was like, hey, I know what I'm stepping into, and if the worst case scenario happened, my family is in a better situation exactly. financially. Exactly. You know, they be sad because I'm gone, but they're in a better situation financially. You know, but you know, some of these guys stepping in there for a small payday, you really got to say, yo. I might just need to go get a nine to five or you know. do something that's just a little bit more more safer. Because I mean, at the end of the day, and we're not saying we we're not disputing that boxing is dangerous. Yeah, never. You know, we ain't disputing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know what you sign up for. You know what I mean? And these guys, when they step in the ring, they know every time that could be the last time. But um, you know, of course, there's safer things out there to do, and mm-hmm. to make a living. You know. Oh yeah. It's definitely you know oh, safer yeah. things out yeah. there to do. It is, you know, I, I guess some of these guys, you know, they just feel like that's what they were destined to be. Right, some guys are fighters. You know, they are fighters. fighters eh? They yeah. are fighters, you know. I mean, same way an artist is following his passion, the musician, mm-hmm. anybody else is following their passion. This is a, a passion, and now you can follow it and make a living out of it and do pretty good if you're good at it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But um, last one, last fighter we had was six days before that. July 19th this was the first one I had heard you know um about in a while and it just kind of hit me you know because I was feeling like oh man this is um happening again but uh Maxim Dadashev you know he was one of the first one we had mentioned on the show um he was fighting Surubro Matthias and uh their fight went 11 rounds and he was stopped in uh he was stopped in uh the 11th round and after the fight he collapsed and he was taken to the emergency emergency room where he went underwent brain surgery too. But after the brain surgery, he was in a coma and after about say about three days, he died from those sustained hits to the brain. So, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, he, he was kind of the first one that uh, back in the summer, I remember reading about, I was like, man, you know, sometimes it's the thing too is with these brain surgeries is, it's it's really a gamble. It's mm-hmm. not like you know getting a ACL torn ACL fixed or right. even some heart surgery. These things are really like a gamble. And and I think like sometimes they will tell you they say, hey man, this ain't guaranteed. This is a shot. Yeah, this is a shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if your life is on the line, I mean, what do you do? And are you willing to take a shot if your life is on the line? You know, I mean, your loved ones are going to say, hey, go for it. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, so. Like I was telling you earlier, Pete, when you kind of look back at all of these fighters, it all kind of connects to one thing. I mean, you know, medically, uh, financially. But the one thing it all comes down to. Is choices. Yeah. You know, it all comes down to it, it seems like it's all coming down to choices, whether you want to fight or not or whether you 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 are able to fight. Right. You know, a lot of these guys are kind of making that choice hey, or styles. Yeah. You know, do I want to fight this way? You know, or do I want to put on an action show and be remembered as a warrior? Or like we're saying, like, do I want to fight that bad that I'll take somebody else's license to do it? You know, so it's not the sport. You know, right. you, you know, it's not really the sport in general, because like you were saying, like people, they'll say, oh, it's, it's boxing. Boxing is just bad. You yeah. Know? But it's all in how you approach it. You know? Exactly. Um, but and I just wonder before we um, forget, you know, we were just going back on this whole year and just things that had happened in the boxing world. You know, I want I don't want to forget about Adonis Stevenson. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, his story is kind of a better story. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did, you know, sustain some injuries, but he he looks like he's making a bit of recovery. Yeah, yeah, he is. You know, and um and even the Earl Spence thing, you know, like you say choices, you know, some of the things, some of the choices we make <clears throat> not are not good choices. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's another fighter. You know, unified welterweight champion um, who, you know, was in a terrible car accident, mm-hmm. which, you know, affected the boxing world. All these things, we, we, we were saddened to see all these things happen to all the all these guys, regardless if you're a fan of them or not. But I just wanted to bring those two up because they still kind of fit into, you know, the story oh, yeah. of what we was, you know, talking about or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. Because, like, you know, like I said, I'm Donna Seamus a fan and, um, He's one of the more brighter stories, you know, one of the more positive yeah. stories, you know, that he suffered a very scary loss and he was in a coma for a while, but he was able to pull through. You know, I've seen him recently on videos. He's been up, yeah. you know, smiling, joking, talking, even hitting the bag a yeah. little bit, you know, so. I think they even had him at um, the most recent WBC convention. And yeah. Like all the fighters kind of rallied behind him and yep. it looked like they kind of made him feel good. Yeah, they know? did. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, you know, up and about now. That's a good thing. But um, even yeah, with the Errol Spence thing, um, choices, you know, like you ain't invincible. You know, yeah. everybody got to know they're invincible. That's why I was saying some dudes who think they can just surpass a, a test or, or a suspension, you know, you got to take that time to heal. Or if you were like an Errol Spence situation, he, you may have been in there with the toughest pit bull in the, in the game right now, but you know, a hundred mile an hour Ferrari, you know, that's a whole different story. That's a whole nother, whole nother level, man. You know, whole nother level. But yeah, man, like we're saying, just kind of wanted to go back and, you know, you know, you know, shed some light on these fighters again, you know, since um, they're gone now and, you know, they, they all died doing what they were love, they, they love doing. But again, for me, I just want people to know that, you know, you got to think twice about doing the sport. Right. If your heart's not fully in it. Right. <clears throat> right. Um, I definitely agree, man. I actually uh, found an article a couple of weeks ago, too, and where they I guess did the numbers and they said on average 13 boxes a year die so this is not unheard of it happens but you know like I said it was just this year all the people like made 
noise because I'm I'm guessing if it's 13 a year, sometimes we don't hear about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like there's something going to the radar. Yeah, under yeah. the radar, yeah. you know. But this year, you know, everybody kind of, I don't know if it's because of social media or whatever, but all these guys kind of were brought, you know, to some type of, you know, light. And we were able to um, really look at their stories. But that's what the article said. I mean, 13 boxes a year. I don't know how many boxes there are a year. You know, if it's a million boxes a year and 13 is done, then, you know, that's that's probably the same as other professions. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So um, I I don't know all the numbers, but I just thought that that was, you know, still something to look at 13 boxes a year, which is which is a hefty number. And I'm not, you know, make diminishing that number by any means. But um, oh, oh, no. Yeah. Because like like we were just saying, yeah, like. Five is a lot, especially because yeah, when you think thirteen a year, you're you're basically saying if you want to break it down, like almost one a month, right? And it was almost like that, you know. We were having six days later, six days later, right. you know, these fights with these uh, fighters were dying, but uh, and it's crazy because we talked about it, it's like, ain't it weird that boxing has the most most deaths than uh, MMA? Yeah. You know, like MMA don't even really have that many recorded, you know, as yeah. far as Bellator, UFC, or some of these high. You know, organizations you don't really hear that. Yeah, right? and even think back in the day, Grand Prix and Pride. We you never really heard about guys. I mean, back when the rules were a lot different, that you still didn't really hear about guys dying over there. Yeah, that that that's something. Uh, what do you think it is? You think it's just the 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 punches that somebody takes are that deadly over, you know, like you said the other time we were talking about the knees to the head. Uh, is it just like the constant, consistent, like it seems like jabs to the head could kill you faster than one knee yeah, or one shin to the head. You take one head kick, you get knocked out. But boxing, when you constantly taking that jarring jab, um, it's like it'll really put you, you know, your, your brain more at risk. I mean, I guess so. I mean. I heard people have a lot of different theories on why 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 it is that way, but but sometimes and it's, it's 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 like this too. Ali, Muhammad Ali took shots from George Foreman. Too many other men couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So some things, it's just genetics. Some people can do things and sustain things and withstand things, and maybe some people can't. I mean, who really knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. What Ali took from George Foreman, a lot of men couldn't do that, eh? Shoot, man, yeah. Couldn't do that. He couldn't, you know, because that dude, you know, his his punches. Back then, that George Foreman? That that, that George was a killer, Come on, man. man. <laughs> I mean, you laying on the ropes taking monster bombs? Yeah, so. A lot of people might want to box, but boxing is not for everybody. Right, right. I mean, that's the best way you can say it, man, because it's like it comes more to, you know, so many people just... um see a few videos see a people few people do it or they think you know you just get big checks and do do it but i mean every part every party's got to be in it, the, the heart and the brain exactly i mm-hmm. mean a perfect example is i love boxing yeah but i don't want to box yeah, right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying right right i got yeah. all the respect in the world for these guys but i i don't mm-hmm. i don't want to box yeah you know <laughs> you know yeah yeah man so it's definitely something yeah we just want to put out there and let people know you know like i said give these fighters that that was uh that respect they deserve but um before we get out of here p uh closing thoughts man um just like you said man, just really want to um send my condolences out to all the guys this year who um 
wind up, you know, perishing due to injuries related to the to, to the sport, man. It's a sad thing. And um even Earl Spence and Adonis Stevenson, I'm glad to see Adonis Stevenson is making a recovery. Um we keeping Earl Spence in our prayers and we don't want him to give up, man. It's been you know, different things out there going on, but we don't want Champ to give up. It, it ain't, you know, keep fighting, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, you know, Arrow is hitting, just starting to hit that peak, you know. And um, But for me, if he can't come back, if it's the right choice not to, don't try. Right. But, you know, if he wants to take that time to recover, you know, I'm behind him. Yeah. And, and him. I mean, and like, because it was something posted on his, his um, Instagram the other day where he had, I'm I'm giving up. Yeah. I gave up with the crying yeah. emoji. I took that as not giving up on boxing that. I didn't I, take it as giving you know, Yeah, like, so that's what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ain't fit to get that back back in the ring, by no means, Earl Spence, don't do yeah. that. But we still want you to I mean Paul Williams is still in the boxing case. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's not over. It's not over, yeah. You know, just because you can't fight anymore if that's the case. So that yeah. that's kinda I did want to clear that up, man. You know, when he posted that, we don't know what he meant by it, but Yeah. Whatever it is, don't give up, man. Yeah, don't give up, man. But uh, yeah, me for me, yeah, closing thoughts again. Like I said, man, um, just want to let everybody, you know, just let everybody know that everything I say and what Pete said, ain't nobody trying to scare nobody away from boxing. You just yeah. got to understand that there is a warning label. You know, you got to have everything in it, and everything's got to be. It, it all comes down to choices. Yeah. You know, it all comes down to choices. Whenever you um. You want to be in this sport. I mean, that's with any sport, but this one is not one to play. You don't play boxing. Uh, so, um, before we bounce, where can people uh, follow you at Boxing P? Man, y'all can catch me at um, P Barnhill on Instagram. And you can also catch me on Instagram at Loud Pack Boxing. And um, that's it, man. All right. And you can follow me on Instagram at All Box and Everything and Combo Breaker ninety nine, where I support the ladies over there and <laughs> women, women's mixed martial arts. Okay, and, I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> and, and, and I support boxing <laughs> over there, but also it's more concentrated on All Box and Everything. But you can. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant IG models when you say you support the women, and I'm just I'm glad you cleared that. Oh, okay, up. yeah, <laughs> I was. You know, I was I had to get thorough with it. <laughs> I had to get thorough. He was over there like he he pimping and women. <laughs> but, but you can follow us both on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at the Jab Effect, and um, we also got a the Teespring dot com coming soon. You know, we can if you want to support us, you can buy a T shirt Jab Effect T shirt over there, and um, yes, just uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. But yeah, man, uh, pretty. I think it's pretty what pretty dead fight week too, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's nothing um going on too much. Too much. Yeah, we ain't um, got too much going on. Um, but ain't real quick and the closing thought. I didn't even really want to bring this up, but it is interesting in a small way. I think we talked about it yesterday about the the KSI and um, Paul Logan fight. You know, these guys being two YouTubers and actually put on one of the biggest fights this year right the, one yeah. of the biggest design yeah. cars i yeah. mean yeah. we understand why you know these guys like you said and they both got 20 million followers yeah, a piece million plus, yeah. on um 
YouTube or whatever platforms that they on. So that's just interesting to see how two guys who aren't really fighters brought in other clientele to the sport. You know, I don't know. We can talk about another episode if it's good or bad, but just closing thought. Yeah, definitely. We have to bring that up, you know, because uh, it is part of our sport that they, you know, invade. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? With, and with, making money, eh? Making money, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, something to kind of definitely bring up and, you know, why people wanted to see it. So, yeah, got to look into that, man. But, uh, yeah, that's all we got for y'all today. Like always, our name is Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy, Boston P, y'all. And we out, y'all. Later. Peace. Thank you.